0: Welcome back to episode 92 of the Draft FC podcast. Welcome back to the Draft FC podcast, a podcast dedicated to all things Draft FPL. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another game week preview, going over waiver options, hidden gems and general Premier League chat ahead of game week six. In game week five, there were lots of goals, not many clean sheets to be had and generally less squad rotation than I anticipated, which means we should have a knock-on to the weekend games with some more rotation than two. The biggest result was Southampton's 2-1 win over Chelsea, while elsewhere the results went pretty much as expected. The one downside to draft content is that generally we have to steer clear of reviewing the superstars, but I think special mention has to go to Erling Haaland and those who got him on draft day. I just had a look back at the draft ranks dashboard and his average draft position was fifth overall, which pre-draft I'd have said was very fair, but um, after just five matches, it seems like an absolute bargain whichever position you picked him up in, should you have been lucky enough to get him. The other upset was Fulham's 2-1 win over Brighton. Uh, So really good for Fulham and Mitrovic looks set to dispel any myth that he's not good enough in the Premier League. Meanwhile, those who back Wolves' assets against Bournemouth definitely wasn't the wrong move as, as Wolves should have easily won that match with the chances that they squandered. But it was a good debut for new goalkeeper Neto, who will have to have a few more games like that in order for Bournemouth to survive in the Premier League. Now I'm recording this episode on Thursday the 1st of September with tonight's game between Leicester and United still to play. So any team news, injury developments or transfer news is up to date as of then. It is of course transfer deadline day which is looming very large in the background making much of what I prepared today instantly out of date. But I have got an extra episode penciled in for the weekend going over the new transfers so stay tuned for that and that will take care of any names confirmed later in the day. I am also working on an update to my overall rankings, but at the moment I thought it probably better to let all the transfers happen so that I know which list I'm actually working from. It will be another short episode this week because hardly any of you will listen and there's barely even a day between now and the waiver deadline, but some of the players I'll be mentioning this week include Ryan Cessignon, Alexander Isak, and Fabio Carvalho. So let's get into it. So let's start with Wave Watch this week, having a look at the most transferred in and out players ahead of the Game Week 5 waiver window on Monday. The most transferred in players were Alexander Isak, Pascal Gross, Dunk, Veltman and Dalot, uh, which I think are all fair enough. And it's pretty unlucky for those that did grab Dunk, who uh, obviously popped up with that own goal. So he finished up on minus points. And the players that made way were Bruno Gomares, Nathan Aki, Aonii Mubumo and Ryan Sessignon, who I will be talking about very shortly. The fixture barometer for game week six, there are a few standout games. Nottingham Forest at home to Bournemouth, Spurs at home to Fulham and Brighton at home to Leicester are the standouts for me. There is also the Merseyside derby, which could end up being quite a sobering day for Everton fans. Onto the main picks then, and as I just mentioned, Ryan Sestion, who was one of the most waved out players last week, um, is on my list ahead of game week six. Perisic played 90 minutes on Wednesday night and covered a lot of ground. Uh, he even did a full pitch sprint from, from the right side at the end t- to close Fabianski down, looking like he'd only just been subbed on. Um, Conte will 100% want him for the trip to Manchester City next weekend. And so this seems like a good game to give Sessignon some minutes and show what he can do against his former club Fulham. If he does start, it's not the worst shout for a clean sheet out of the weekend fixtures, though that is obviously betting against Mitrovic. And as well as that, there is always the attacking threat he carries. Ownership is rightly rather low across the board at the moment. Uh, He's available in most leagues, but uh, just to be clear, this is no more than a one week punt. Now, with that game at home to Bournemouth, the Nottingham Forest attack is on my radar. So the likes of Jesse Lingard, um, Brennan Johnson, even Dennis uh, would all be people I'd have an eye on this week. Awanee was also one of the most transferred out uh, ahead of game week five, as I just mentioned. And I think there's still a decent chance that he starts that game as well. But equally, this could be the first time we see Lingard, Johnson and Dennis all line up in starting 11 together. Out of their attackers, Lingard is generally the most owned, but even his ownership doesn't really creep up beyond the 30% mark, depending on your league size. So he should be available for enough of you out there. And even if it's just for uh, a couple of weeks, definitely not bad shout. Now, Alexander Izyk, um, Newcastle's new record signing. What a debut it was um, for him with a very well taken goal and an even more impressively taken goal that was then ruled out for offside. I'm going to go into more detail in my new signings podcast that will come out at the weekend. But if he's available in your league, you probably can't afford to wait and need to grab him now or else it'd be too late. I'm currently playing around with my rankings again ahead of the weekend. But for now, I'd have him somewhere around the 15th at the moment in terms of my striker ranks, which could creep a little higher still by the time I've settled on the final list. What that means in reality, though, is that if you're in a league with more than five teams, he should be being picked up by somebody. And if you're not happy with your third striker would be someone I'm penciling in as a first waiver ahead of game week six. Now, a lot of the players who will be getting mentioned um, on transfer deadline day who you'll be um, licking your lips at the prospect of bringing in probably won't be available on the waivers tomorrow because anyone who's added into the game Less than 24 hours before a waiver window tends to be locked until the next week. So, for example, uh, Man United's new signing Anthony is in the game at the time of recording this on Thursday afternoon, but is locked for waivers until next week. A few hidden gems then to these are all players with less than 10% ownership in most league sizes. Um, starting with Elian Nussi for Southampton. I think I need to get it out of my head that Hassan Hütel is going to pick Stuart Armstrong, as he's clearly not favoured over some of the other guys, including Elianusi. He's yet to get an attacking return so far this season, but is knocking on the door and I think worthwhile picking up, particularly in larger leagues. Southampton's tough start has now concluded and I'd say the three points from Tuesday has sent them well above where their even most optimistic fans would have expected them to be. They're on seven points and comfortably up the table and I think by the end of game week seven, Elianusi will have at least one attacking return on the board. Next is one of uh, Elianuzi's teammates Perut, on the left side for Southampton and they look much better with a proper wing back on the left side and I think he will continue to play there barring any injuries. Good assist for Adam Armstrong's goal and generally appeared sharp for his first start of the season and with Wolves, Brentford, Villa and Everton in the next four I'm sure the odd Southampton player will find their way into a lot of draft teams. Finally, is Carvalho for Liverpool? Only modest increases in his ownership ahead of game week five, but I expect him to be well up the list this week if there aren't too many other new signings that come in. He's now scored as many as Salah has from far fewer minutes and has looked definitely up to the level required um, for Liverpool. For now, he looks set to at least get 15 to 20 minutes at the end of games, but could be in with a shout for a first start soon. Once Darwin and Jota are back on the scene, it's going to be very competitive again for those front three spots at Liverpool. Now, for my most hidden gem pick this week, so that's a player with less than 10% ownership in 16-team leagues. There were actually a few names I was considering. Um, Wepu for Brighton, Lewis Potter for Brentford, Cabano for Fulham, but in the end, I've decided to stick with uh, the theme of the episode, which is Southampton and highlight Bella Kotchap. He was really impressive against Chelsea on uh, on Tuesday night. I don't know if he actually was given Man of the Match or not, but he should have been if he wasn't. He's looked a little bit iffy from what I've seen of him so far, but I uh, say it was a real standout performance from him. And he looks like he can get involved in some of the attacking returns. So if I was in the 16-team league and Bella Kotchap was in the waiver pile, I would definitely be looking to bring him in. So that's all I'm going to do for this week. As I said, most people are going to be um, having most of their attention on transfer deadline day and rightly so. Um, And obviously such a tight turnaround, I doubt many of you will even have time to tune in and listen to this before tomorrow morning's waivers. The opening game on Saturday is that Merseyside derby between Everton and Liverpool. So we've got a very standard waiver deadline of 11am UK time on Friday morning. As I mentioned, and I've already had a couple of questions on Twitter about it, the very new signings so those who are only just getting added to the game will be locked ahead of this waiver window. Um, as with previous years, I know there will be some uh, scoundrels out there trying to tank this week so that they get lower down the list and have a better uh, waiver priority. Depending on where you are, it's really not the worst idea because if you can get someone in, Um, who's going to get you 15 goals for the rest of the season. And it is probably worth uh, losing your head-to-head or or tanking 20 or 30 points in your classic scoring leagues this week. And if you are fully uh, solidified at the bottom of your table, then you can pick up the likes of, uh, you know, Alexander Isak this week uh, and then still have first dibs on the likes of Anthony, who's definitely in potentially a Bamiang who looks like he's going to join before the window closes and really bolster your team so uh, yeah no uh, no judgment here if that's your game plan this week if you're a fan of the podcast and this isn't your first time listening make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes as I mentioned again I will be putting out another episode out the weekend going over all of the new transfers And then at least up until the World Cup, it'll probably just be business as usual with the game week preview pods. Although episode 100 is looming, so maybe we'll do something slightly different for that one. Also, if you like your draft, which you probably do if you're listening to this podcast, make sure you head over to draftfc.co.uk. You can get a seven day free trial to have access to everything that we've been working on this summer and uh, get all of the behind the scenes stats that I use for this podcast and get your own personalized stats for your own draft league so best of luck ahead of your waivers for game week six hopefully your season isn't getting off to too bad a start but if it is then uh, you should be able to rectify that with a couple of new faces before next week and as always stay sure.